0: Peace and joy, love and light Peace and joy, love and light So welcome everybody and today's subject is what keeps us repeating the same mistakes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I'm here. <laughs> it's it's one thing you can hear again <laughs> and again, hey? Eh? <laughs> what keeps us from, it keeps us making the same mistake over and over again. First thing, large egos. Large egos. I have to be right. My way has to be right. So your way goes wrong, you can't accept it. So there you go, back, round, like a circle in a spiral, like a wheel within a wheel, ever-changing, ever-turning. You know that song? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, like the windmills of your mind. Yeah, and they go round and round and round, and the ego doesn't want to admit That my way isn't the only way it doesn't want to admit there's so many ways to get to the truth or so many ways to get out of trouble it wants to do it that way that's one thing second reason fear fear of something new fear of being more than you are fear of losing ground with something that you are very uncomfortable with you got used to it third reason attachment You got attached to the pain. So your belief system now has become, okay, this is my pain. The world has brought me to this pain or life has brought me to this pain. Bitter, angry, why me syndrome, victim syndrome. And it's very comfortable to stay there because so long as you have the pain, you don't have to move on. Sometimes it's very hard to move on. People are scared to move on. It's not a fault, it's just that people get stuck. You Just get stuck. And uh, and it's hard to unstick yourself unless you're in a company of very positive people and everybody raises you up. And then you're in this energy and it's almost like this black cloud of victimhood is removed. Until it's removed, you just fall into victim mode. okay? Fear, fear of the unknown, fear of something new, fear of being more than you really are, fear of something great inside of you. You know, Lord Jesus said, do not hide your light under the bushel. That's what he said. And that was such a clear message. And sometimes we don't want to get out of the dark because we're scared of our own light, all right? Next reason, ignorance, lack of knowledge, simply lack of knowledge, lack of understanding of the human emotional battles, lack of understanding of the mind. What is the mind? We think we are our thoughts. We think we are our thoughts until we're told, you know what? You can watch your thoughts and you can change it. You can step back from your thoughts so until you realize you can do that you can change your whole way of being you can change your entire life just by thinking differently and just by connecting with the higher power the next reason lack of faith lack of faith Lord Jesus also said if you have faith the size of a mustard seed you can move a mountain my master used to say continuously if you have complete faith nothing is impossible pride is a big one pride before a fall pride 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 i know i know you know i have many people come to see me sometimes and i'm sure many therapists have seen this too and they come and they give me a problem and I go why don't you try this i know Okay, then what about this? I know, and I have to stop them. And I have to say to them, I'm really sorry, if you know already, I can't help you with anything. I really can't help you. you know everything, cannot help you. So pride, uh, arrogance, all these things keep us locked in making the same mistakes over and over and over again. And then also society society. What will people say? I was giving somebody, I was counseling somebody the uh, other week, a few weeks ago, and there was a solution to the problem. There was a solution. She found a solution, and it's a solution that would work, and she found it. And I said, great, now you can implement it. You know what her answer was? But if I implement it, people will think I'm weak, because I said so much before, because she had said said too much stuff. To too many people that was against the solution so I said why do you care what people say this is your life I said remember again Lord Jesus one week before Hosanna in the highest one week after crucify him the same people the same crowds so why do you put so much importance with people Oh, because I care. It's great that you care. But when you die, who do you think will be with you? <laughs> we need to recognize before we can get better in our lives. When things go round and round and round the garden and never stop. And, you know, my, my aunt once said this to me many years ago, and I think some of you have heard it. Uh, she was talking about a partner. And she was telling me, every year i saw her oh do you know but my partner has this and i cannot accept it and again i have my partner has this problem and i cannot accept it so i go you cannot accept this about your partner what are you doing with your partner either you accept it speak about it or you leave but you don't stay for five years it was up to six years when i talked to her for the sixth time she told me the same story and i said you know, what's the point of telling me? You keep saying you can't accept it, so leave him. And then she goes, I can't leave him. Then I said, What's your other alternative? <laughs> what's your other what is it that is so bad that you can't accept? So she said to me, da 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 da. da. And I said, look at what you're telling me. You can't it's not that he's doing anything wrong or bad. It's just that you don't like that he's, um, his way of doing things is very quiet and very gentle. He's a gentle human being. You want him to be more dynamic? Then why do not you fall in love with a more dynamic man? Do you see, it's ideas you have in your head that don't belong anymore there. And I told her, I said to her very clearly, and in fact, your first husband, was extremely dynamic, wrote millions of poetry, ended up beating you and almost killing your own only child. Do you wanna go for somebody like that? So she said to me, oh, she said, I am actually playing the same record or CD and hoping to hear another tune. I said, the only way you can hear another tune is by changing the CD. And the CD's where? In your brain. So I said, now, are you willing to listen to that? She said, yes. I said, great. Now you can start a real love story. We don't have, and now I said, can be really straight because you wouldn't listen for six years. You know? I said, none of us are perfect. But my God, he's a damn good guy. Why would you want him to be so dynamic so all the other women can fall for him and then he'll leave you? <laughs> do you know, sometimes people are crazy. Men do the same, sorry, do the same. Sometimes look for the perfect you know, woman, physically, and then after they get married to them, find out that all they're interested is in their money or their, their home. And then they come to me six years later, I want a divorce. My wife is boring. Well, you wanted the perfect picture. What do they do? They look for another perfect picture. They look for another one. I said, look for somebody with some character. Look for somebody with some belief system. You know, these are empty vessels. We have a very short life on earth. If you're going to have a relationship, you're going to make it beautiful. Otherwise, be alone. Why do you want to be with anyone if it's not beautiful? And any beautiful relationship requires what? Can you all tell me? Work, patience. acceptance, patience, sacrifice, communication, sacrifice. Trust. communication. good, pardon? Trust, respect, respect, correct. <laughs> and that takes time. Mm-hmm. That doesn't come in two or three months. You know, And people expect all this to happen in two or three months. In fact, it's a lifetime of working together to build trust, to build respect. Communication should be there from the beginning. Talk about what you feel. Half the people got their words stuck in their throat. And then when it's too late, they go, I want to leave now. But did you ever tell the person, did you ever tell them how you felt? And then they keep making the same mistakes. And the whole idea of yoga, is to stop repeating those mistakes by watching your mind from a very neutral point of view. And in order to watch your mind from a very neutral point of view, you have to be very humble. Because if you're full of pride when your own thoughts present themselves to you and all they you know and you may not like them, the pride will not allow you to change them. This is why all the great teachers say you need humility but great strength. You cannot come on the spiritual path unless you have great strength, great humility. My master used to tell me again and again, "Nellie, roar like a lion, but be as meek as a lamb. But you have to roar. If you don't roar, you don't get what you want in life. But do it with the greatest gentleness. Do you see the paradox right there? Say your truth, and if somebody doesn't like your truth, discuss it. Because most of this round and round the garden that I see come with people with working. You know they don't like one job, and they complain for ten years. Why do you keep telling me to move, change it? What stops them? Fear. fear, fear. And I said. And when I tell them, isn't it more scary to feel that you could die tomorrow and that you never filled your dream? Isn't that scary for you? Because you're never going to have this body again when you die. You know, for me, that is more scary. It's better to make a mistake and at least say, wow, I tried, I went for that adventure, I did it. It may not work, I don't know. I'm no god to tell you what's going to work or what's not going to work. But the chances are, if you have that inner voice inside of you that keeps talking to you, the chances are that is your soul's journey. The chances are that's going to work. The only thing stopping it from working is you fear of the unknown. Fear of the unknown. So you're stuck in a job. Yucks. Can you imagine 9 to 6 every day and if you've got a high corporate job, it's 9 to 10 every day because then you go drinking and then all the rest of the stuff happens and then your family breaks down and then there are corporate holidays and there are corporate long, long hours over the weekend and everything falls apart and you never even like the job in the first place and you've lost your entire family. Why? Same same mistake, same mistake. So know yourself, know yourself, know yourself well. And with humility, watch yourself. What is making you so unhappy? You have to ask yourself again and again, what is more important? I want to live, and I want to live well. If you don't ask yourself that question, you will keep going round and round and making the same mistakes again and again and again. And two, you really must be very independent in yourself. We are born alone and we all die alone. And great when you have wonderful people by your side. Make sure you are surrounded by incredible human beings. Like I said, otherwise be alone. You're better off with your own company. Hmm? But many people can't be alone because they have a mind that is so disturbed. So they can't be alone. Hmm? So the first thing you have to ask is, what do I want from this life? Do I really want to continue living like this? And that's the question I ask. I don't want that anymore. If I don't have peace in my life, what is it all for anyway? What is the house for? What is the, you know, uh, the necessities for? If I don't have joy, peace and joy, may the entire universe be filled with peace peace and and joy. joy, love and light, right? May it be filled with it. So I need to fill my life with peace and joy. I only have this life. And this is the thing, every morning I get up in my head and I say that, today may be my last day. Today, how would I like to live it? Peace and joy, love and light. And as Les says, if one soul can be helped along the way then the journey was worth worth the taking and i say that in my head every day if one soul if i can make a difference to one soul i including this soul because i'm also a soul because i don't even belong to me i'm energy that came into a body or embryo in my mom's womb and i, I my energy just walked into that womb and went into this body which I will have to leave behind when I leave this earth. So I don't even belong to me. This is why all, you know, we just get it all wrong. We get it all wrong. The scripture's all wrong. There's so much guilt. There's so much fear. There's so much worry. People are full of guilt when they do something wrong. And guilt cannot help us progress. When you have any guilt in your life, please, 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 this also keeps you in jail. All right? You need to bring that up in your mind. What have you done that created this guilt? And then fix it. You can always say sorry that's what, what guilt stops our progress and, you know I'll give you an example many many years ago I had a woman come into my office and she was so miserable she was in a cast on her leg in came in crutches and she was You know, she must have been 40 odd and she looked like 60 odd. I was only 40 in those days as well. I remember thinking, oh my God, she looks so much older and her whole body was in, you know, just falling apart. So I chatted with her and then. I, she says oh Melanie for the last 12 years I've had one accident after another and I'm so worried for my girls because you know I'm so like always in uh, one accident and they're young and I, I feel guilty I feel guilty all her language was guilt so I said why are you Why?" Are you? Why do you have so many accidents? Are you clumsy? <laughs> do you have flat feet? Because I have flat feet. And I do <laughs> used to fall a lot because I have very flat feet. Do you have flat feet? or no, Why do you keep falling and having accidents? She so, said, no, 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 I, I, I deserve it. What? Why do you deserve accidents in your life? So she starts crying. And she tells me that 12 years prior, look at the pattern. She had an affair with a man while she was married for nearly a year. Her husband obviously didn't know. She developed pneumonia and the chap she was having the affair with dropped her like a hot potato. (laughs) Didn't bother, didn't call her. She got sick for like two or three months. Didn't even bother. He bothered for one week then didn't bother. The person who looked after her all the time, guess who? everything for her, everything. Dress her, take her to the doctors. He had his own business. He even closed his business for a week to make, and he loved his business, he, just to look after her. So guess what? Guilt, right? What have I done? So she went to confession, to church, <laughs> and say so many Hail Marys and whatever. She didn't feel better. Another seven years later, she went to a healing group. Oh, my child, you're evil. May your evil be be forgiven. Guess what she felt, even more evil. Somebody tells you you're evil, how are you gonna feel? I'm really evil, more guilt. So anyway, I said to her, so you believe you should be punished? And I said, doesn't Lord Jesus say you forgive 70, 70 times seven times? Doesn't my father in heaven do more for you? She looked at me and said, How do you know about the Bible? I said, Because I love the New Testament. She was a Catholic, right? So I said, So if Lord Jesus said forgive by 70 by 7, you haven't forgiven yourself. Why? Are you sorry? I'm so sorry. I feel horrible. I want to make it up for to my husband. Make it up to your husband. You've given him 12 years of headache. She said, what? You've been sick, for not only with the pneumonia. After that, he said, you for 12 years, looking depressed, looking like an old lady, you know? You've, who's been looking after you, him and the kids? Well, I think it's about time you changed that attitude, I told her. and I said, what are you talking about? I need to do penance. I said, I'm telling you to do penance in the highest order. Give love in return. I said, tonight, tonight you go home. I always tell people to do this. Buy one rose for your husband. Buy him a box of chocolate. Take it home and tell him you are so grateful for the 12 years of care. And you have taken him totally for granted. You want to do something good? Give him love. Give him joy. Who wants, on top of looking after you, he sees this grumpy, guilty face. Melanie, will it work? Of course, and you watch your body heal. So, and I said, and go to the hairdresser, because I'm a woman woman, you know. (laughs) Go to the hairdresser, go look after yourself. Your husband doesn't want to see you like this anymore. Anyway, the following week, she did come, without her crutches, with a cane. She'd been to the hairdresser. She dropped 20 years. She was smiling. So I was excited. So I asked her, so what happened? She said, I took my husband the rose and the chocolate, like you said, and he cried. Mm-hmm. He cried. He just cried, and I realized I'd given him hell for 12 years. And she said, it's been great. I've, I've been cooking for him now. I feel useful again. I, I feel great about myself again. I said, this is one week. Go practice it for the rest of your life. Selfless service. It's not all about I, me, mine, whether it's something good or something bad. Do you see something as as simple as guilt can keep you trapped? And you think, I'm doing penance. Oh, I am, you know, this is suffering. I deserve this. What a lot of nonsense. Remember, life is meant to be peace and joy, Love. love and light. Remember what my master said again and again and again. Don't you know your birthright is to be happy?